0: Because dating isn't always great. I'm Amy Helt and this is the Dating Disasters Podcast. Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Dating Disasters Podcast. I'm your hostess, Amy Helt. I am an online dating expert, mostly through my own experiences. And I share what I learned with all of the people that I help now to get the most out of their online dating memberships. If you're a first time listener, welcome to the podcast. I'm really happy to have you here. Today's topic is super interesting because when I thought about it, it wasn't something specific like this happened and it was a disaster kind of situation but it seems to be something ongoing and something that a lot of people in my experience it's been mostly men sorry guys uh, do that really gets annoying honestly and the title of this episode is called it's wine o'clock because I am going to talk about whining. Now, when I was much, much younger, I could whine with the best of them, right? Everybody gets tired. Everyone gets frustrated. We just want something to go our way and don't want it to be complicated. And sometimes that can come across and come out in a very whiny, needy, um, down on yourself tone. And it's something I've always known. I'm gonna share a couple of my dating experiences with men who thought whining was the way to get what they wanted. But it really came to my mind a couple weeks ago when I was actually communicating with a friend of mine, just bouncing some ideas. He's out there dating and, you know, we were just talking about some stuff. And he sent me this text message about this experience he had, you know, talking to this woman on the phone, and the energy coming off of the text message was so negative and whiny and needy that I really did not even want to read it. I actually had to wait a couple minutes and go back and kind of read it and then answer him. So whether you believe in energies or not, Each of us really does have energy that we put out and if you don't really think about it too much maybe you have that person in your life that you're really drawn to and you just enjoy being around them it just feels good or you might have that person in your life that you really don't want to spend time with because when you're around them it just feels bad there's nothing in particular. It's not really anything they're saying or doing. It's just the way that you feel when you're around them. Well, that's your energy. That's your vibe. And that plays such a big role in online dating. And people really don't even think about it. And things would be much easier if we all considered that in all of our interactions. But in this case, with my friend's text message, that energy and and all I could think was if this is the energy I feel when he's texting me about an issue he's having you know getting to know this person what in the hell kind of energy is the girl feeling what what kind of energy is she getting from the words he's choosing and the way he's saying it and that really got me thinking about my own experiences on dates with guys who really just kind of threw off a very needy vibe and I mean I don't have to tell you you know when you're dating whether online or if you're just going to choose to meet someone out in in the wild um, it, it matters how you come across people perceive things they get a feeling from you they take what you say and do a certain way and you want to be really conscientious about the vibe that you're putting out there because it can be a total and complete turnoff. So when I thought back to the couple instances that I have, unfortunately, it was more than one guy that thought whining was the way to, to you know, present his case and get me to kind of see his perspective. But I suspect that it's not all that uncommon. And it is very, very unattractive because nobody wants to go out with a whiny baby who can't communicate properly. So, if there is a takeaway from this episode that you want to think about, think about how you're saying stuff, think about your tone, and think about the energy that comes off of you while. You're talking to someone or interacting with somebody the most prevalent case of this behavior really takes me back to in one of the first episodes of dating disasters that I did it was called you can't hide height and it was about a guy that if you have not listened to it um, a guy that I met online we were actually matched online we decided to meet And when I got to the meeting place there were only maybe I think five people in the place I was one of the five he was one of the five and I still could not identify him so needless to say long long story short that date did not go well at all but it got even worse after the date ended I mean if you can even imagine that happening usually you have a bad date you go home you kind of wipe your hands of it it's over move on well this was not a case where it was and this guy sent me an email that was again the energy coming off of it I mean I don't think I've ever read something that was so insulting and attacking and as I was reading it and he was, you know, essentially making his case because I didn't want to go out with him again. I really felt there wasn't any chemistry, and then you have the height issue that he lied about. So that's okay. That's not sometimes you just don't click, and that's okay. It doesn't matter why. You don't really have to explain it. It just you don't click. So his response to that was this tirade And all I kept thinking as I was reading it and being very insulted by it (laughs) was, does he really think that doing something like this, attacking me and acting like a child is going to make me second guess my decision? You know, it seemed like either he thought, what does he have to lose? He's just going to unleash it and whatever. Or he really thought that somehow he was owed something and I would feel bad and apologize and we might go out again. That somehow that whiny, childlike behavior would get me to think I had made a mistake. I mean, I think we can draw the conclusion of what happened after that. The answer was nothing. And it honestly made me happy that I drew the conclusion I did early about him and that I was finished dating him that I was not going to see him again that you know I had tried to behave like a mature adult which for me honestly if you know me is not always easy (laughs) I can be a big baby too but I really made my best effort in communicating with him so I could walk away knowing that I had handled it properly And then I got that childish, ridiculous, immature response. I mentioned also in that podcast episode that that response was actually in large font. It was in all caps and bold. So he really (laughs) had a lot to say, but that didn't solve anything. That was somebody getting something off their chest that in reality had nothing to do with me online dating and dating in general can be really frustrating right things don't always go like we really want them to go that's okay that is part of the process dating is a verb it isn't an adjective it isn't it's an act it's an action of more than one so it's okay to go on a date and just not click or have somebody not click with you It really isn't that personal there are just some times where you're just not going to be a good fit and unloading your feelings on someone and taking out on them how you feel especially at that stage where it's one date really really not appropriate it also made me wonder how else this guy handles conflict in other areas of his life Because if you're walking through life and that's how you're handling things that you don't like, I mean, how are you gonna get anywhere? In any job, (laughs) with any coworkers, with any neighbors, with anyone on a volunteer committee, I mean, it's gonna be really hard. And I know in those moments, he probably was not even thinking about the energy that he was putting out there. He was just mad and he wanted to get it off his chest. And I was the reason he had all these problems which when you can step back and look at it obviously is not the case but that was somebody who really just wanted to kind of let it all out and sometimes emotions do get the best of you so maybe he wouldn't handle all situations like that maybe it was just dating that he would get mad and do something like that maybe it wasn't i've dated other guys Another early episode of my podcast Mr. Mimosa he was not only a whiny baby to me he actually after we were dating and some time had passed tried to connect with one of my friends online and whined at her and got mad at her because she didn't answer him fast enough so he started With just little tiny things that seemed just a little bit whiny. And if you weren't really paying attention, you know, maybe you wouldn't even have noticed it really. I happened to notice it, but I just kind of blew it off because, you know, I can be very focused and very, very, I don't know, I pay a lot of attention to the behaviors of people when I'm dating them because I want, I'm really just trying to figure out who they are. And if we're going to be a fit so I'm sure there were bigger red flags over this you know he would say some things about his mom and seem kind of irritated and annoyed um, get a little bit whiny there and I remember one incident when I was at his house and he had made dinner and he wanted he had a pool in a hot tub and he wanted to get into the hot tub well it was winter time I had just started dating him. So I was at his house for dinner. I hadn't planned on staying and you know, I didn't have anything to get in a hot tub with now. I mean, you might be saying, Oh, but you don't need stuff. You know, you don't need a swimsuit. Don't worry about it. Sure. Like I got it. But also I really didn't want to get into the hot tub. I didn't want to get into the hot tub and then have to get out and put my jeans back on and be all wet and go home. So I just didn't want to. And again, you know, I don't really have to offer a big explanation for it. I just really didn't feel like it. Okay. He would not take no for an answer. And he just proceeded with this whining, nagging. Oh, come on. I want to get in the hot tub. Why don't you? Come on. Let's go. It'll be fun. And as he kept doing it. I wanted to be there less and less and less you know he's asking me to get in the hot tub my simple answer is just no I really I, you know I don't really feel like it that should be enough maybe if you want to ask one or two other times just to make sure but you're not really selling it when you start whining like that and maybe in you know it, it he I don't expect that from a man I guess and maybe I should maybe I should have but it was a really really big turnoff and what happened after that was it put me kind of on high alert when I was with him for these other things that he would do that were really whiny and very just annoying even when we were kind of rounding out our relationship you know I had already decided I really didn't want to see him anymore the whining part was one thing and there were some other issues that I felt I really just we weren't a match we were not a good fit so he texted me one night and I don't know if he wanted to talk or what the case was but I was busy I couldn't and really I did not want to invest any more time and energy I had already done that So his text response was one not that different from what I got from my friend when my friend was asking for advice. The energy coming off of it was just heavy. I didn't even want to read it. I didn't want to bother to respond. I didn't want to waste my time because it had such a whiny, immature tone about it about how you know we could have been a great match and we could have taken a cruise to Mexico and how there must be something wrong with me because I only like clear drinks right I actually do only like clear drinks I don't drink a lot of alcohols that are dark it's my preference he seemed to even whine and take issue with that because he wasn't getting what he wanted. He was having a full-on temper tantrum as an adult with an adult woman that he is presumably trying to impress. So needless to say, after that text message, really, that was just the end. There was no point. I was being polite. Uh, I was doing what I felt was fair and appropriate in how I treated him. Because again, most of the time, dating, you know, when you're dating someone, it's not gonna work out. Statistically, every date is not gonna end in a relationship. And those relationships are not even gonna end in lifetime commitments. That's okay, that's what the process is. And all we can do is really be polite about it and try to be kind to others and respectful of them but you do have to draw the line at some point when you're dealing with someone who either doesn't have the capacity to understand that this is an adult conversation or really isn't capable of having one to you know to add to this even so it ended with him and a few months later one of my friends who was also my client i was we were Talking about dating and just our experiences. And she brought up this person that she had connected with online, and they had been communicating back and forth over email or instant message. And in the process, she left her laptop open but had fallen asleep. So she was still logged into the dating app. And she woke up the next day to a barrage. Of messages from this person and she's telling me the story so I'm just listening to her from this person who you know she did not answer fast enough initially so he was you know where are you what are you doing why are you not answering me what's happening and it just continued until finally it turned into things like you're such a bitch because you're just playing games why are you doing this why are you even online dating if you're not going to answer people and a complete tantrum breakdown. Turns out the guy she was talking to and talking about to me was my Mr. Mimosa. (laughs) That's an important lesson too. I mean, depending on where you're dating and what you're looking for, though, the online dating world can be kind of small. So if you are a weirdo with one person that could really affect if someone else goes out with you or how they feel about it but the irony of this person who just really thought they had a lot to offer turning into just this mess of a communicator insecure frustrated unhappy and blaming everyone else i mean we had a really good laugh about it and both of us were really happy that we seemingly dodged a bullet i don't think that's the impression he wanted to leave but i mean what i mean what else can we think you would hope that after the experience that he and i had and what how it had ended that maybe he would think that might not be the way to go the next time but apparently it was and to make it even better Even after that when I was back online dating again He actually showed up in my inbox with an email about you know something about oh I see you still haven't found what you're looking for some kind of passive-aggressive immature whining as Though that's going to make me want to go out with him again so that poor guy I mean who knows whatever became of him hopefully he got his act together and he decided to take a more mature approach when something isn't going your way. Because stuff is not going to go your way all the time, and that's okay, and you can be frustrated about it. But you have to remember that we're living in an adult world. Online dating is something adults do. And there are some very basic standards of behavior. So this was a while ago, and I still honestly remember it like it was yesterday and like i said i dedicated an entire podcast episode to it from one of my first episodes i ever did it stuck out in my mind that much and i do still actually laugh about it because i couldn't believe that someone could be so ridiculous and unfortunately that wasn't the last time i was going to have to interact with somebody who really maybe didn't have the maturity level (laughs) to actually be online dating. It is difficult. You do have to have thick skin. You do have to be able to manage your emotions because things won't go your way most of the time. And you have to be able to recognize that you are still making important connections and other people do still have value and you have to respect them even if they don't end up being a partner for you. That's not a big deal. But I was actually in a relationship with someone who behaved in a very similar fashion. Dedicated a couple podcast episodes to him, too, some of my early ones. And it was just how he operated when things wouldn't go his way. There were basic, very little things where if I was doing something maybe differently than how he would do it, he would get that very childish look. You know, if if you've seen kids, I don't have kids, but I've seen enough kids do this, where they get kind of like a tight lip, like you can tell they're kind of clenching their jaw a little bit. They get a little furrowed brow and their face starts to turn red and they maybe even start to clench their fists a little bit like they're mad like they're going to start stomping or like banging their fists on a table and crying because they aren't getting what they want it started with little things like that it continued with much much more obvious things i remember very vividly we we were living together and we were walking there was a park near the house so we were at the park you know going on just a little bit of a walk it was a beautiful day getting out and getting some fresh air and at the park you know a lot of people are walking dogs at the time i only had cats which meant that me living with him we only had cats we didn't have any dogs and we were walking along just talking about the dogs and he had seen some dog being walked that he thought was really pretty or really cool whatever you know paid the dog a compliment and then he started talking about how we should get a dog so now I'm thinking at this point in the relationship I'm not sold that this is the direction I want to go so maybe I could have figured that out before I moved in with him of course another important life lesson take your time but it, that was just the situation I was in. So I'm not about to make a commitment of adopting an animal because they are a commitment and I have my cats. That's what I'm comfortable taking care of and that's what I had before. So I'm not really looking to add to our situation (laughs) at that time. And I said something, I don't know what I said. And he started jumping up and down like a child shouting about that he wanted a dog he wanted a dog please 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 can I have a dog please we need to get a dog and I just stopped and I stood there for a minute because I was so completely embarrassed it was exactly the behavior that you would expect from a five-year-old and not at all the kind of conversation you would expect to have with another adult about adding to your household and all that did in that moment i even honestly forgot about the dog i was just thinking i am so embarrassed this guy has the emotions of a child how is this ever going to go anywhere so he may not have thought anything of it you know i mean it was clearly a very natural response for him He didn't have to like get set up to do this. There wasn't anything big that led up to it. There was no, you know, it's not like he said, Hey, you know, maybe we should get a dog and then it escalated. No, this was the approach right out of the gate, which honestly I almost could not believe because I had seen these other signs of immaturity in him, but I hadn't seen a lot of them. I hadn't seen them consistently, and I had never seen anything of this actual magnitude. But imagine it. I mean, I was like 35 or 36, and he was 40. So imagine this happening. And all I thought was, this is just messed up. This is not a man who acts this way, and I don't want to be around this. It was that energy part that comes across that was just so, ugh, like if I could have run away, I probably would have. And it just kind of caused me to shut down for the rest of the day. But after that happened and we went home, it got even better. And you know, I love how sometimes when I think like the ridiculousness is over, there's something still else that happens. (laughs) That seems to happen to me a lot. Maybe I need to stop closing the case until I'm sure that all the insanity has ended. But because it was so sunny outside and so hot, we came back and I'm very fair, so is he, and he was sunburned. Well, I wasn't because living in the desert and being a woman, I always use sunscreen, a really high SPF, Um, And I even have a For the women listening. It's um, a powder That's a sunscreen powder that I just put on as like a finishing powder So I can touch up during the day or if I find myself outside like on a walk to the park It's no big deal to just reapply my sunscreen. So I don't get sunburned well He didn't do that most men don't I wish you guys did but most of you don't worry about it So, okay, so he got some Sun He wasn't tomato face, but he had, you know, he was a little bit pink. So we get home and he looks in the mirror and his face is pink. And instead of being like, I should have put on sunscreen, he looked at me and he was like, well, that's not fair because I got sunburned and you didn't. And I was like, what? So already, I don't really even want to talk to him. I'm put out that he is even in the main bathroom at his sink <laughs> near me like I just want to get away from him after the park incident and the immaturity continued when he looked at me and got irritated because I didn't get sunburned because I was smart enough to apply sunscreen which is exactly what I said to him I said well I can't help it you were not smart enough to actually put on your own sunscreen but that behavior and that immaturity really just, sometimes it just really comes through and it sort of comes through when you least expect it. So not only was I embarrassed in public, but then to come home and then have him be annoyed because he, wa- he was sunburned and I wasn't, like the time he got sick and I didn't, I mean there's somebody who really has a chip on their shoulder. In his case, I really think there are a whole host of other issues that affect his behavior. The episode I did of the podcast that's completely dedicated to him, that actually really does need a few more episodes to get through all of it, but it's called Mommy Issues. Because he had a lot of other issues, but he never considered the way that that whininess and that immaturity was being perceived. So I don't know if he had always done it. I don't know if it was something he tried once and maybe it worked with someone, but it didn't make me want to stay with him. It made me want to get away from him. It made me feel embarrassed, um, kind of irritated. And it was a very, very emasculating quality to have. And, you know, maybe we're more used to women being whiny, but I still think it's a really unattractive quality in women, too. It's just an unattractive quality. And it's something that's really, really important to understand. And it sticks in my head all of this time later. So when I read that text from my friend a few weeks ago, it really took me right back to those moments where I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Who, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? What what? That complete confusion when someone acts in a really just needy, childish way. So like I said at the beginning of this, your takeaway really needs to be that being whiny and immature is not the way to get your way. If you're an adult, you have to act like one. Now that doesn't mean you're not gonna fly off the handle or get frustrated and it's gonna come off as kinda whiny. These were not incidents of somebody just kinda, it being a one off. My experiences were with people who genuinely were like that and it just took me a while to actually get to see that part of them. So if you're dating somebody right now or If you plan to get back out and start dating once this pandemic is a little more put down, really pay attention to those little tiny red flags because in all three of these cases that I had, there were little things that should have alerted me to this personality trait in these people. Now maybe whiny is your thing. That's cool. No problem, then it's perfect. I mean, there is a lid for every pot. And according to Oprah, it's like 5,000 lids for every pot. So have at it if it's your thing. But really think about what vibe you're putting out. Think about how it's being perceived. And there are all different kinds of ways to handle conflict and to handle communication when you're an adult. And when you resort to childish behavior, You're really just gonna kind of turn people away. I mean, to be very honest, those guys, I could not get away from them fast enough. And I learned from those experiences that it was that behavior, that childish, like, "Eh, eh, eh," like that little pokey, whiny when you don't get your way, red face, was not the kind of behavior that I wanted to surround myself with. And People can pick up on that so if that's your strategy that you need to ditch it you really really need to ditch it and we need to talk because you need a much more sound uh, you know effective strategy than that because that is not going to get you anywhere the crazy thing about this behavior too is that if I had responded in the same way they would have just I don't know what they would have not even known what to do if I had responded in the way that they approached it nothing would have ever gotten resolved ever so you can't have two people who cannot resolve conflict or who handle communication like that you just can't and they wouldn't have liked it they would have been put out by it I would have been the whiny annoying needy person and they wouldn't have been able to see that own quality in themselves So for the takeaway today, look at your own behaviors. Look at your text messages that you send. Look at your emails. Listen to your words. What kind of vibe are you putting off? What are people feeling when they're around you, when they're talking to you, when they're making plans with you? And really, really try to be aware of balancing that energy And elevating it you know really acting like a mature adult that doesn't mean you're not funny that doesn't mean you're not cool that doesn't mean you don't do dumb stuff but it just means that you know you want to put out that really good energy even when you don't like somebody that's okay no big deal but really really think about your communications especially when you're in those early stages of getting to know somebody This text message that my friend sent me was about a woman that he had been talking to. They were just making plans to meet. So it was really early on. And for him to come out with energy like that, I mean, to be honest, I'm surprised there was any communication back. So really pay attention to your words and pay attention to how you feel when you're saying them and how they're coming across. The biggest thing we need to remember is that it doesn't matter what we're trying to say. It very much matters how it's perceived by the person we're talking to. We have to start remembering our audience. Always remember your audience. Speak to your audience. Your audience might be different than you. That's okay. But just remember that it's how they perceive it and what they take away from it that really matters if you didn't mean to say it that way or didn't mean it to come out that way i mean that happens too but really try to be conscientious of how they're going to take it and what it's saying and i mean honestly i don't think anybody likes a whiny brat who just wants to get their way so that is the takeaway for today I know stuff in this world is still kind of a mess, but things are getting much better. And before we know it, everybody's going to be able to go out and freely date again. But it's always important to remember these basic things that will really help us be effective and have the highest amount of success when we can get back to regular dating. For more tips, actually my seven best tips for online dating, you can head over to onlinedatingresults.com or amyhelp.com. I'm actually rebranding some things, so it's all going to be on amyhelp.com soon, but right now you can go to either website. You can sign up to receive my seven best tips for online dating. They are my seven essentials. You really should not be online dating without this information. It will completely change your outcomes. And then you'll be on my mailing list so you can hear all about my online program, which is under online dating results, walking you through the entire process of how to get the most out of your online dating memberships A really in-depth comprehensive program that paired with my 7 best tips will make you just thrilled to be online dating and really help you find exactly what you are looking for and getting the online dating results that you actually want. It was so great to be with you here again today. Thank you so much for joining me. And just remember, dating is not always great, but that's why we've got the Dating Disasters Podcast. See you next time.